Welcome to the Podcast Connector. I'm Christina Rice, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Kelly Scott and Kelsey Goldstein. We run the Podcast Connector, a service that connects podcast hosts and aligned guests, like a dating service for podcasts. Each week, we'll bring you behind-the-scenes stories and tips about the podcasting world, while also introducing you to some amazing people in health, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and personal development. If you'd like to get booked on podcasts or get connected with aligned guests, head to thepodcastconnector.com. And don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at thepodcastconnector. Let's dive in. All right. Let's talk behind the scenes of podcasting. I'm really excited to, I'm excited to ask you about this, both of you, because I'm curious from your, from your perspective, what it was like listening to, to shows for so long and then coming and working behind the scenes and what was Mm -hmm. surprising for you. So maybe Kelsey, you, you share, cause you're more recent to working behind the scenes. I feel like we're going to inevitably go down this path. There's a lot to say about sponsorships that I didn't know about. Um, but I will, <laughs> what I want to say first is I think ad reads for me, I don't know, Christina, a good example is they're so, they sound so organic when you do them. I didn't realize the actual, all of the behind the scenes investment of time and just like logistics, figuring out, you know, some sponsors are specific in what they want you to say. Others just want you to do your thing and mention them. Um, there are different types of ad reads, like they can be baked in, or you can have it be a totally separate recording that you splice into the show. Like I, I guess my mind was a little blown because you do such a good job of incorporating it in a way that feels organic. And I know that for you personally, all of the products that you choose to talk about are products that you personally use and love. So it doesn't ever feel out of place, but yeah, the behind the scenes and all the work, like the contracts and the the correspondence, when you're working with a good amount of sponsors, it ends up taking a lot of time. There's a lot legally, just communication wise that goes into it. And then the time investment, like, you know, you got to say your ad, it's got to sound good. And I'm sure Christina, you could speak more to like how long that actually takes on the back end. But if you mess up, you got to re-record it. And you know, a 30 second or a minute long ad ends up taking a lot longer to produce than you would think. <laughs> so yeah, it's interesting yeah. you bring that up. I, I didn't, I didn't even like think about that. So I'm glad I, <laughs> from my me. listener perspective. Yeah. Yeah. It is true though. Like I, you don't realize how much goes into ads. Like it is a whole energy output. There's so much communication. I mean, that's like, that can be a whole job in itself. And then send some sponsors, you know, you have to send it to them ahead of time. And then it's like so much back and forth. And then they'll be like, Oh, you didn't say this or this order. And I'm just like, Oh my God. You know? So <laughs> I will say also, if you're a company and you're sponsoring podcasts, we should do a podcast about that. If you're oh, yeah, a company or a brand, cause we have a lot to say, uh, we can help you out. Don't <laughs> worry. We can, we can big time help you out. But, um, it's just like, you want to make sure that the, the person who's talking to the host is nice. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Because there have been brands that I love where it's like, because usually when I work with a company, it's a product I've been using. And then I reach out, we like reach out or I already have a connection because I post about them. And then it turns into a sponsorship. And there have been brands where I'm like, I love them. I use this product all the time. And then I'm like, let's do a sponsorship. And then we start working with their podcast people and their podcast people are assholes. And I'm like, 
No. And again, like, I, someone mm-hmm. else is representing your brand. Like you yeah. want to make sure it's a good fit because this is your, like your face, the face mm-hmm. of your company when you're working with the podcast host people or the podcast yeah. host directly. Yeah. And part of that also is not being overwhelming. Like there's a company that we've worked with who I'm like, if they send me one more email, we're not, we're not doing this anymore. Like really, <laughs> it's aggressive. It's aggressive. And I love the brand. Everybody's super nice, but it is the sheer amount of emails that are unnecessary that <laughs> just makes me, I'm like, this is not worth my energy output. Like yeah. it, really. So there's that to keep in mind too, but that's interesting. Yeah. So, and I think something that I felt weird about when I first started recording ads was how long they took. And then it made me feel more comfortable when I started becoming friends with a ton of podcasters and realized, oh no, this is pretty common <laughs> to, for it to take, you know, 15 minutes to record a, a yeah. 90 second ad. Like it's just, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a whole thing. So I mean, cause from my end, it sounds so good and it flows so easily. I'm like, oh, she just has to sit there for 30 seconds and go on a little rant about something she likes. And no, I now know better. Um, that yeah, is not I- how it. I, and if you have that ability, uh, that's amazing. But I feel like that's not really representative of the general podcast population. <laughs> I mean, this is going to sound really weird, but I actually, when I, I resist things that I feel like are a lot of energy output at, you know what I mean? Where I'm like, yeah. oh my God. And it is, it is easier for me energetically to, <laughs> to record a whole episode, like a solo episode than it is to record an ad. Like my ads and it's, I like the only thing that drives me is because I fucking love these companies. Like, but it is what drive. like <laughs> I will, I have to like set aside a whole block of my day to just record ads because it's so much energy between like reading. I mean, sometimes they send you like 10 pages of notes and it's like sorting through all of this stuff and, and all, and I'm like, wow, this is so much prep. I don't even prep this much for my, for my episodes that are an hour long, Literally. you know? So, and it could be, it can also feel really hard to squeeze in everything that you want to say in that short amount of time for sure. And yeah, th- there's definitely a lot that goes into ads. There's <laughs> way more than like anyone probably realizes. Cause one, like you said, the recording on the front end, it takes a long time. And then also to the back end stuff, they could reject that recording. You have to re-record it. They want to see the whole episode together. They want to like know every single detail. Yeah. They could you had <laughs> they want to push on. certain products that you're like, you personally yeah. haven't had a chance. Yeah. To, like, you have to study up their products if they have something specific they want to push. And or yeah. they change at the last minute, like, you know, because I record everything in advance and then they're like, you know, two days before, oh, we need to actually talk about this product. And I'm like, the episode's already done. And then you push the whole schedule and even just fitting everything into the schedule. It's just so oh, the whole schedule, thing. man. That could be its own episode. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Yeah, it's, it's so much no, just mean, in that. Yeah, it's fun. Like, don't get, I mean, I, I love it and I love all these companies, but it definitely is just a, all the little things definitely add up for sure. And so it is a lot more, um, it's more energy of an output than you might you expect. Would, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't realize that actually either. So I'm glad you brought that up. That's a good one. What about <laughs> you, Kelly? Well, yeah, that was definitely one of them, but I feel like the main thing for me was, 
um, before I started working for you three years ago in podcasting, I just like, oh, people just like, you know, hopped on their phone, recorded um, it for an hour and then kind of just like sent it to iTunes. Like, you know how you just send stuff to the cloud. <laughs> it, just <and> went, <laughs> it went up there and it did its own thing. Um, but no, you need the correct tools. You need the headphones, you need the microphones, you need to record it a certain way. You need to edit it. You need to send it to Lipsum that then goes to iTunes. It goes through like 20 steps before you even get it aired. And so I was like, oh my God, well, there's so many things you have to do just to put it out there. And I didn't even realize all the tiny details that go into that. And like, you have to kind of like figure that out before you even do it. Um, so that was like <laughs> a huge learning curve. Yeah. Well, the thing about podcasting that I think is such a, it just screws with your mind is like what Kelly's saying. It's so many little steps. I mean, once you get it figured out, it's pretty like rinse and repeat. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. Like none of this is hard. It's just like all of these little things that really add up and you're like, oh, wow, all these small details, like with editing and the way shows are baked in. And like, there's just so many things that people don't think about, but yeah, I didn't realize that either. Like when I started a podcast, I thought I just, I don't know, pressed upload to iTunes. I had no <laughs> yeah. idea how it worked. Uh, and then it's just like, and then there are more steps for mine because I attach mine to my website. So like when you were uploading it for, for me, like for the website, then you have to do the whole website side as well. People Mm -hmm. who just upload it to iTunes, Spotify, it's faster because they're not doing all the other website stuff, but then there are people who transcribe all of their shows. That's a whole other thing. We're not uh, doing that, right? Yeah. No, no, no. I, if any I, if wonderful I, listener wants to volunteer. <laughs> no. no you, so like, you, can, you can pay a service for that. It's not that much. And I actually, we were talking about that. I forget when, Kelly, like we were talking about that. But if I was starting over, I wish I had transcribed all of my shows from the beginning. It would have been really good for SEO. But then I just hit a point where I was you know, four years in and I'm like, I'm not going to start now. I'm too mm-hmm. lazy. When are we so going to have just, the tech for that to just, um, bam, well, they, they have it. Yeah. They it's called rev.com is really great. If you're listening and you want transcription, so you can pay, I think it's like, it's pretty cheap just to get transcribed. They have like different levels and the first one is the cheapest one and it does a pretty good job. I mean, it has mess ups. It's very much like automated, but then you can pay a bit more and have somebody actually go back and fix all the spelling mistakes. So just depending on the level of transcription you want, but there, I mean, tech is getting better and better at that. I mean, look at just yeah. auto captions on Instagram and stuff. I mean, there's obviously still mess ups, but I think people now realize there are going to be mess ups and they can still ca- get the gist <laughs> of what's being said. So yeah, there are just a lot of little, and then when you make artwork, right, when you make artwork for your show, that's a whole other thing. Like, I mean, this is why I outsource this, right? <laughs> like, uh, It's just so much work. And podcasting for me was the last thing for me to really out like fully outsource completely. Like I stayed editing my own show for so long because I felt like, I felt like, I mean, I enjoyed it. I liked listening and I felt like it wasn't hard. I felt like it was kind of mindless work, but it was like a, a time thing. It was just like another thing that was taking me time. And I was like, it's even though it wasn't hard, it was just a time thing. And yeah. And then I finally did it and I'm really glad I did because they do a better job. So mm-hmm. shout out to Soulfire Productions. Freeze up so much time. Like you said, it's a huge time commitment. Like you think you might only be talking about it for an hour that week, but like you do it every week. You have to do all the background editing. Like it's at least a day's work or like half a day's work yeah. of putting into it. So it's not like it's just 
an hour and you're done. It's a lot that goes into yeah. it, especially in the beginning when there's a huge learning curve too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me to have somebody else listen and pull out good quotes is really helpful because I feel like I can't do that for myself. I like to have somebody else do it. Um, so that's really valuable too. Like the artwork, all of mm-hmm. that is a whole other thing. So yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. Now, I'm wondering for you, Christina, what was like the biggest surprise? Because you've been in it for so long, but like, do you remember like what the biggest surprise was for you when you first started your podcast? Oh my God. When I started my podcast, I remember thinking it was going to be just so easy. And for me, the initial setup of the show, like almost scarred me because, (laughs) you know, this was a while ago. This is like five years ago. And I had no idea what the hell I was doing. And now looking back, I literally still don't know what I did because it, when I look back, I remember it was two days and I was holed up in, (laughs) in my bedroom for two days. I didn't move and I was doing all this work and I was using, I was using, uh, this blog post of all the steps and I kept messing up and I'm like, it, I, I didn't sleep for a whole day. And and then finally I figured it out and I felt so accomplished. And I'm like, holy shit, it's so hard to set up a podcast. And now I look back and I'm like, what the hell was I doing? It's not that hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I have no idea why it took me so long. I think there just wasn't as, as many resources out as there is now. And I think the process was a bit more complicated. And also I was trying to link it up to my website and, you know, I'm, tw- I'm 20 years old. I don't know what the, what the hell I'm doing. So that almost like scarred me with it you know I think also just with editing I don't do too much editing but there were definitely times with uh sound and adjustments where I'm like wow if you don't really know what you're doing here this could be this could be tough and then I think also with even just recording itself you know most people think it's like you just talk and go Mm, that's not how it's ever been for me I it's really interesting because I think there's something to the time pressure when you're on an interview where it just flows. But if I'm doing a solo episode, I mean, it'll take me double or triple the length of the episode to record it. Why? I don't, I don't know. Uh, it's really an odd thing. Or even, you know, when I first started the podcast, I had two co-hosts back, back in the day. So crazy. And for us to kind of catch our groove and just get settled in and fix all the tech, I was like, this is just a lot. Like, it's just so much happening. And it was super fun. But I think I just didn't realize all of the little things. And with the sound quality, you think that sound quality is just, oh, I just use a mic. No, all of the little details really, really stand out. So I think that was um, really eye-opening for me as well. And then also just the, oh, man, how do I describe this? the podcast community, like there's some type of weird bond between podcast hosts. It's like when somebody else has a podcast, it's like, Oh, cool. Do you want to collab? Or it's like, I don't Mm -hmm. even know. I just feel like people in the podcasting space became my family really quickly. And again, like what Kelsey was saying, you can have one in the last episode. Whoa. You can have (laughs) one really deep episode with somebody. This has happened to me so many times. And I'm like, Oh yeah, we're like best friends. Like we're super close, you know, even to this day, there are people who I have had, I've done like one podcast episode with them. It was super deep. We had an amazing conversation and I haven't talked to them for like two years. And this just happened to me the other day. Like I, they reached out to me and I was, we just talked like, we're like super close, deep friends. Like nothing happened. Like, and it's like, you know, it's like, you've known each other forever. And I was talking to somebody about this the other day. And I'm like, this is one of the reasons why I love my job, because I feel like I get to know people on a number of levels through podcasting and also through the other things I do, but I get to know people 
on a deeper level sometimes than they even know themselves or that people in their lives know them. It's mm-hmm. just super bonding, you know? So I did, I don't think I realized the power of that, like how transformational an hour episode can be. Like, yeah, it's, it's really wild. cool. It is really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. I want to go off that too. Like I didn't realize the like bonds and relationship, but again, how deep a person can go on a podcast. Whereas like in real life that could take years of opening up where they, they can jump on a podcast and open up about something. And that is just like a, such a huge bonding factor. And also I feel like it's really develops that kind of person, you know, like you can be vulnerable on a podcast and that can help you like get through things in life too. So it's like, it just develops a different kind of person, which is really cool. Like I know the first time I went on your show, Christina, that was the first time I ever talked about like my eating disorder in the past. And I was like, well, how can I like open up on a podcast, but I can't even open up to my family and friends about this. It's just like mm-hmm. very interesting and very cool that yeah, that can like cultivate. Putting yourself in a position to be vulnerable, like going into it and knowing it. And I feel like almost, yeah. I mean, just like in a good way, forcing yourself to be vulnerable and like kind of signing yourself up for it. And that probably helps you grow as a person so much more than you ever thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. There's some weird type of magic that happens when you're well, like when you're in the flow of a conversation and you know, there'll be guests sometimes who I can tell are nervous and you just like get them comfortable. And then they (laughs) just forget they're on a podcast. Like, especially when you're in person, people just, you just forget you're on a show. And there's something I know for me, like I was I've always been super open on my show and I didn't at the time it's not like I'm thinking oh thousands of people will hear will hear this I'm just like thinking I'm recording this <laughs> on my computer and I'm just talking to myself <laughs> you know what I mean is how I feel so then it just there's some type of freedom in being able to talk about deep things and again that's also my type of show though right there are so yeah, many yeah. types of podcasts or more educational shows funnier shows that's just my my type of show but it's hard to describe the weird magic that occurs, you know, yeah, there's, and even there's magic for the listener experience of, you know, listening to someone. Sometimes people will say to me, this probably seems weird, but I feel like I, I know you. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't seem weird to me. Like you do know me if you listen to all my podcast episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's just how I feel about it. Like, yeah, yeah you it's- do know me pretty well. It is pretty cool because it's like, I know I listen to so many podcasts and I feel like those people are like my friends. And I know, I know, I know like even like when I first met you, Christina, I'd listened to your show for like two years before then. And I was like, I feel like she's already my best friend and I already know her so well. <laughs> um, and that goes for like any podcast that you listen to and that person's like vulnerable and deep on their show. It just builds this like connection to the people you're listening to, connection to the people you're talking with and just builds like a really cool community. I was thinking about this the other day of with relationships in my life. I don't have a period of like the awkward, like, oh, we're still getting to know each other. It's like, just as soon as I know. Yeah. I just go straight in. It's like, if you meet me for the first time, this is so funny. We talked about this, Kelly, like when I was on my dating rampage, like two years ago Mm -hmm. and like every person, they were like, I can tell you're a podcaster. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know, um, you but get you know, to the good stuff, you just get, got to get to the juice. But I was also going to say something else that, that I surprised me was, you know, I had listened to so many people's shows or just knew them from their books or just interviews, whatever, even if they weren't hosts and being a podcast host, I've had the opportunity to meet some really amazing people and meet a lot of people that 
I used to really look up to and I, and you know, many still, still do really respect, but I realize that so many people are not the same in real life as they are like on social media, on their podcast. I find that on podcasts, people, like, I don't know. Some people are, you, it's exactly what you hear. It's is like what one you get. extreme or the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's really interesting. Like, and I think that that's like hard for me to internalize because I feel like how could I get on a show and just talk for so long and pretend to be like, that's just too exhausting. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It sounds exhausting. So it's just really weird to me when I, and now I can hear it. It's like, sh- I'll, I'll listen to shows and I'm like, literally, I can, I know you, I've talked to you. I've been with you at an event. Like we've been at a mutual party. We've been at a party. I've been around you and like, you're completely different. And that's really hard because some people are like that. I like to think most aren't, but there are many that are. So that's yeah, hard for me to wrap my brain There's around. definitely, once you are in the world and you get to know like certain podcasters and certain guests that come on, um, it's eye-opening for some aspects because like you said, some are just completely not who they put on to the world that they are. And so that can be like a letdown, but they're, I would say the majority are definitely who they are, but you can tell with the people who are fake and not authentic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always watch out for people who literally read their episodes. This annoys me. And I actually think a lot of people don't some people can't though yeah it well, now i'm wondering who i think i feel like we can does. tell because we're like in the world we like know but a lot of people just like straight up read from a sheet and mm-hmm. that's just like mind-blowing to me that, that it just creates boring episodes one i feel like you're not being yourself and it's just not the content that or i you're just overthinking it and it takes away from the per- the personability that's not a word you know what I mean but it takes away from that element of like connecting with your audience so maybe it's your words and your thoughts and your feelings but I think the beauty of podcasting is it's a very organic way of having a conversation just like you're having a conversation in person but you're sharing it with tons of people instead yeah well then it's also like the over editing for example there are so many hosts that edit out every single um and like in blank space and I don't like doing that. And then sometimes I'll talk to people in real life and I'm like, you speak completely differently than I <laughs> you on your show. I would never want to go trust through. that. I know yeah. myself and Red I would flags. never want to edit all my likes or ums. Me neither. Uh, nobody got time <laughs> for that. Me neither. So yeah. And I think also something else that maybe people don't realize is as a host, well, I'll speak for myself. I'll speak for myself. But like I... I work really hard on all my content, you know, and I do this because I really like to connect with people and help people. And it really, really means a lot to me when people show up, like when people, you know, re like reach out when they respond to an Instagram post, like what, however they like are in my community and showing up because sometimes it can feel like, sometimes it can feel like you're sharing all this stuff and like, where is everyone? Like, Mm-hmm. Where is everybody? Right. And then you find out like people be like, that episode changed my life. And I'm like, tell me, I wish you told me that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, like, you that. Know, and then there's cricket. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Like yeah. hosts really, really like the feedback, you know, and even just like the free support for, for any, for any podcast that you listen to that you enjoy, like leaving a rating and review makes the world of a difference for people. And it takes you five seconds. It's free for you to do. And it's just such a simple way to support people. Yeah. I mean, but I'm just speaking for all hosts because this is something that hosts talk about all the time. It's like, how do we get people? Like we know there are so many people who listen to the show. We can see our numbers and they don't leave a rating and a review. And there are people who are like, there are people in my community who have listened to every single episode, like since day one. And they'll be like, like recently, they'll be like, oh my God, I just realized I've been listening to your show for five years. I'm like a mega fan and I've never left a rating and review. And I'm like, come on guys. It like- takes five seconds. <laughs> you're getting hours and hours yeah. of free content. Yeah. I don't yeah, think people, I don't think people realize how big of a deal that is. Like I know I didn't realize until I started working in the podcasting world that mm-hmm. a rating and review is huge for podcasters. Mm-hmm. It gets more visibility for your show. It gets hopefully like sponsors for your show and how much sponsors can pay for your show. So like sometimes it's livelihood of that podcaster. Mm-hmm. And like, if they're, especially if they're making like, like a living off of it, like it's a huge deal just to like have a good review that takes you one minute. It can mean, it means the world for them. I mean, you get the amount of information you get on podcasts is out of control. Like I remember when I first found podcasting, and I was like, is this a trick? Am I going to have to pay for this? I thought I was on some free trial. And I was just, I, and because I thought I was going to start having to pay for it, I was listening like 15 hours a day, like a crazy person not oh, sleeping. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I was, it was crazy. And then I was like, all of this is for free. I mean, I, I think I got more, like, I started listening to podcasts when I was in college and podcasts taught me more than my college education. 100%. And I stand by that. And I stand by so, that. Like, uh, yeah, you can pick exactly what you w- want to learn about. You can you have access to so many perspectives on whatever topic, even experts. Like, there's a lot of experts in the podcasting world, and so it's so valuable. So much information at your fingertips. You can do it while you're doing other things, and like the least you can do is take five seconds out of your day to go support the shows that pump out so much content for you for free. And hopefully you now know how much goes into it truly on the back end. It's not just sitting down and talking for 30 minutes um, on a given day. Like there's a lot of work that goes into it. So yeah, yeah. as podcasters, you know, we want to hear yeah. how we're helping yeah. you. And you That's can like, you not us. only can you learn so much and I've like, again, had like basically a whole education from podcasts, but like it's now <laughs> a main form of entertainment in so many people's lives. Like I know it's my first way of entertainment and I probably listen to podcasts like five to 10 hours a day and it's how I entertain myself. It's like, I don't watch TV as much. I don't read books as much because you can do it while doing other things. So you're not even having to pay for like cable or like internet. It's just on your phone. So yeah, it's easy to just leave that review. And especially for something that brings so much value to your life. Yeah. It's a, it's a simple thing that has a huge impact. And I, that's, this is true for, I mean, I could go off about content creation in general. I think just any type of content creator, people think that people think that people just like sit around and do nothing. Content creation is a lot of work. My eyes have been um, so open yeah. <laughs> since working for you, Christina. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I think about, you know, when I was more in the nutrition space of like, like food bloggers, like there's a lot, I mean, it'll take you a whole day to, to like do a recipe, even to do that in one day is like pretty good 
You know, it's so much work that goes into everything and people don't realize that. And what's always interesting to me is in a different context, people, people would assume it's like, okay, if you're a food photographer for a company, they're like, of course, that's your full-time job. But if somebody's like a food blogger for themselves, they're like, do you just do nothing all day? It's like, no, no. it's even more work. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's really interesting. But I mean, podcasting is a full, can be a full-time job, you know, depending on how you do it. And if you're making it your full-time job, there's so much else that goes into it. Um, and just like making things that go off the podcast. So yeah, it's, it's, it's work, you know, it's like people get paid actors, right? Actors are spending so much time acting, um, and they got to get paid for it. Right. (laughs) So it's Mm -hmm. like, why would any other form of entertainment, not not be the same I, I don't know it just blows my mind the perception around it yeah it's it's kind of weird um something I learned when I started doing the podcasting world is like how much people think they kind of have like access to you like free access to you like you said with like even the recipe development like people just expect everything mm-hmm. from free from then on out and I'm like no like this is still people's livelihoods mm-hmm. just because you know they give a piece of themselves once a week to you doesn't mean that you can demand everything from them um so that's really interesting to see the other side of how people just expect everything now yeah yeah well that's like when brands want want you to do ads for them for free yeah like they'll send you what? free product and <laughs> get a whole bunch of ads if you like, feel compelled just spend a good three minutes talking yeah. about change your life <laughs> yeah. it's like is free is free product gonna pay my mortgage i'm just wondering yeah. like, exactly <laughs> like even they would never demand that on like a radio show or a tv show ever mm-hmm. or like a billboard you know yeah. mm-hmm. like oh man yeah it's there's a lot a lot that goes into it and then even just in like random audio glitches um I don't know there's so many random things that can that can go wrong just like figuring out and again it's not hard but it's like as soon as you figure it out with tech and all of that it makes a huge huge difference um and even I think even refining like the type the guests you have on your show if you have guests like that in itself is a is an art right? Of like figuring out good guests and having and interviewing skills and developing interviewing skills and having good guest interviews. All of that is an art, is a, is a practice that people don't realize. And I think, you know, right now Clubhouse is like taking, taking off. And I was saying like, you can tell <laughs> don't give a <laughs> on Clubhouse. it's very interesting to listen to, but you can tell when someone's a podcaster because they're so much better at speaking. Yeah. And it just it honestly takes time. And it's, I feel like it's half of it's like time and experience. And another half is you also like have it or you don't. Like some people are just not good at interviewing or aren't that entertaining to listen to on podcasts. <laughs> it just is what it is. So you have to like ask oh that person, me, and or how can I get better too? And again, that comes with time. Like I'm yeah. sure now, Christina, you're at the top of your game compared to like year one, and you'll just keep getting better, better every year. This needs year. to be a whole episode for sure. I think we can dive further into this. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot to be said. But Kelly, if you're not entertaining, don't do this. No, it's just like, <laughs> but the thing is, if you don't provide value, like you just mm-hmm. have to provide value and value comes in many forms, right? Value can come in the form of education, of humor, of, you know, deep, intense, raw emotional conversations. Like there's so many ways to provide, yeah. to provide value, but you have to provide value one way or the other for people Find to listen. Find which way works for you and that you can do it well. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. So good stuff. This is, this is uh, interesting for me. I like hearing, I like hearing this kind of stuff. So let us know if you, if you have any questions about anything we, we discussed, if you want us to go more in depth about any topics. Yeah. Follow us at the the podcast connector on Instagram. Um, Shoot us a DM. If there's any topics you want us to go into, we're more than happy to listen to what you have to say. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you next episode. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode. Don't forget, if you want to get booked on amazing podcasts or if you're a podcast host and you want to get connected with some incredible guests, head over to thepodcastconnector.com to learn more about our service. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. It truly means the world to us. And extra points if you take a screenshot and tag us on social media so that we can see that you're listening. Thanks again for tuning in. Have an amazing rest of your day and we will chat with you again next episode.